Welcome to episode 60 of the Jake Talk Sports Podcast. I am here today with the man, the myth, the legend, TikTok megastar, the Geek Slays. How we doing, man? Doing all right. Doing all right. I don't know if megastar is the word I'd use, but hey, oh, I megastar appreciate Megastar is the word I would use. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> appreciate you. Um, yeah, so we're just here. We are currently recording this during the Sunday night game, but we're going to talk about some of the games that happened. Uh, we might touch on Dolphins Bengals a little bit. There is not much to talk about um, there other than a few scary injuries, um, but we're just going to go over what happened, uh, mostly for the Sunday slated games. Some surprising games. We're going to go over each game and just talk about uh some things about that game it's pretty much all we do on this podcast anywho um let's start with the dolphins and the Bengals. we'll touch on that quick before we get into the sunday uh slate i don't i i kind of predicted i predicted the Bengals to win i picked them because i think that i thought that they were they're kind of hitting their like bounce back arc at the current moment like, they started off the season slow, and now they're kind of just hitting their stride. And T. Higgins looks so good, dude. I don't know. I mean, the Dolphins were without Tua, and the offense, even with Tua, wasn't working that well. So, was this more of a Bengals bounce-back game, more of a Dolphins collapse game in your mind? I think I think you get a mixture of both. It was definitely a little bit of a bounce-back for the Bengals. But I think the Dolphins... It's a really weird thing because with Tua going down, no matter who the backup is, I don't really expect the backup to be able to step up mid-game. Mid sure. Like, now if Tua's out for the next two weeks, they're going to be fine with Teddy. They probably win both games. I don't think their schedule's super tough mm-hmm. moving forward. I think they get the Jets and then they get Jets the Jets and the week. Vikings. So those are both winnable games, whether you have Tua or Teddy starting. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but I think losing Tua was really the deciding factor because, like I said, a backup's not going to come in and pro- save your team probably. Sure. Not mid-game sure. at least. Right. But I don't know. The Dolphins are a weird team, man. There's really so are. many pieces of that roster I do not like. Yeah, and here's for some reason they're winning. One of the pieces that I really liked coming into the year, Xavier Howard, has not been particularly great. Right, he he's been struggling a little bit, and that is the only reason why I even trusted their secondary an ounce. Uh, Javon Holland, obviously, I I knew was pretty good, but he's a sophomore safety. You don't know what you're going to get quite yet. Um, But. Like, Xavier Howard was, like, the one guy where I was like, okay, the secondary might be fine because I have him, but he's kind of been, I don't want to say burnt toast, but he's been a little rough to start out the year. I think part of that is not having Byron Jones. That is true, yeah. Byron, I think, would take a lot of the stress off of Xavier. Sure. Which is probably why Xavier's been able to play so well for so long, is he's always he's almost always had Byron Jones across the field guarding the other guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there. But yeah, the Dolphins' defense. I, there aren't many pieces there that I really like. I don't know how they've played as well as they have all year. Yeah, because like you don't expect guys like Melvin Ingram to play as well as he has. Like he's had a great that, year to start, great start to the year. I mean, Javon Holland's been pretty good. Uh, he had a couple nice plays in that first game against the Patriots. Xavier Howard's been not like god awful, but then like 
We don't have anybody at linebacker. Their pass rush is still a little weak outside of Melvin Ingram so far this year. I mean, there's some pretty gaping holes in this. Uh, yeah. In this um in, in this team, I mean, their offense. I think there's not many discernible weak weaknesses because I don't like hate their running backs. They're not great, but like Raheem Mostert's like not terrible, right? So. I mean. Chase Edmonds is trying to cost them every game with him dropping touchdowns. That is constant. true. Yeah. He's supposed to be receiving back, and he kind of just doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he can't catch, so not a great receiving back. Yeah, I think they do need to lean on Raheem Mostert more. And he had a decent game. He went 15 for 69. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, God damn it. But... Uh, yeah, like I said, there wasn't really much to talk about. The Bengals, uh, they looked pretty good. Joe Burrow looked okay. T. Higgins looked fantastic. Uh, it, se- seven for it, 124 on a touchdown. Is it too early to start the T. Higgins as the wide receiver one for the Bengals narratives? <sighs> yes. Too early? I think, I think it's Why? too early. But I don't think that it's unthinkable. I think I don't know. We're I, too early. I really year. like T, though, just the way he plays. He's okay. just baby D. But but, it, but if I were to pose the question to you, like, if if this exact same situation, like, take the numbers identically and transfer them over to Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, we wouldn't even be having this conversation, right? Like, we wouldn't be like, well, is Adam Thielen actually the wide receiver one there? I don't think so. I don't like, think it, it's about numbers. I mean. Watch the games. Who looks yeah. like the more dominant guy? I know. I just think that it's because Jamar Chase gets a lot more attention. Um, but like, I I don't know. It's not unthinkable. But here's the thing, man. And this is going to be a choice the Bengals have to make because they there's no way they can pay both of them. There's no way they can absolutely pay both of them. But if they do that, they lose Tyler Boyd. They lose Tyler Boyd, and that also doesn't leave them much room to pay Burrow when the time comes. I, like, think, I don't know. Like I think they're gonna have to end up choosing. I have a bit of a feeling that Burrow kind of pulls a Brady. Not like mm. uh, he doesn't. I don't think he takes like a super massive pay cut. But let's I don't know say, if I want my first contract. Yeah. But let's say Lamar, when his deal gets done, let's say he gets what forty-five mil a year. It's gotta be around that. I can yeah. see Burrow going thirty-five. Or even 30. I don't think he's going to be like the kind of I demand to reset the market quarterback. I will say right. I do agree with you. I think, I think he'd be willing to go lower if it meant he got mm-hmm. to keep T and Jamar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, something to look out for. It's going to be interesting. I know a lot of Bears fans are praying for T Higgins and the Navy and Navy and Orange. Yeah, um, but I mean, that, like, yeah, like I said, he's incredible. There's already T. Higgins' top ten narratives being pushed. Um, I mean, which, it's kind of a valid narrative. He's it's just not unthinkable at this point. Yeah, but um, yeah. I think the only real thing to talk about from that game, though, would be Tua's injury, and I don't know how much you want to get into that. So, I mean. I, we don't have to get into it an extensive amount, but it's really just the, the thing is, and we talked about this a little bit on your stream today, like how like people are just like 
isolating this to like blaming the Dolphins, which obviously you blame the Dolphins, but like this is like an NFL wide issue, right? Like they they in general do not do a good enough job taking care of their players' health. Like they they don't. See, I don't even I don't know if I blame the Dolphins at all because it was the unaffiliated neurologist that they ended up firing and stuff right that cleared I, like if the unaffiliated neurologist says the dude can go why would the team say no you know right yeah, yeah, yeah. um but so, then like the question just... of like can you play four days later comes up which i guess is also up to the neurologist i was but, gonna say if he was cleared to go back into that game i guess he could play four yeah. days later but sure i think the bigger thing is the fact that literally everyone sitting at home knew Tua had a concussion is the biggest problem. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And I mean, the NFL's already addressing that. They're changing the rules already, which mm -hmm. is great. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, And yeah, like we've seen like a pretty hefty amount of concussions already. Like there was two in the Packers game alone today. Um, so, yeah. It, it's I don't know man like it seems like we moved so like far ahead in like the process of preventing them and then this year's kind of resetting that for some reason um, well, I think this is pointing out that the NFL as much as they claimed to have cared about concussions and trying to prevent them I think we're finding out this year that they never actually did care yeah and they just continue to keep doing yeah I feel things. that mm -hmm. um so yeah, like obviously we don't want to talk too much about what is just deep down just an awful situation for Tua and for Absolutely. the team. Um, but yeah, I mean obviously we're praying for a speedy recovery and I'm sure Absolutely. that he'll be back this upcoming week by the sound. I of it. really hope not. So I hope not, but I hope they. You never know. But I do want to say though, I think Dolphins fans might be dumb. We knew this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to do it. Because uh, even... Ooh, I think I even saw Nico say this. Hmm. That they want Skylar Thompson to start over Teddy. Because go with the I guy who maybe has the okay. upside. Did you watch Teddy in that game, you I morons? don't think that he should start, but I am not... Totally against the idea of him playing at some point while two is out. Not starting. I am. But I'm not like if 100% If you're the Dolphins totally and you want to compete, you keep Petty in. Doing anything other than that is just throwing away games. Right, but if they go up big against the Jets, why not? Okay, if they're up big, then That's sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, if there's okay, an opportunity for him to... I thought you were saying to, just throw him in no. there just for fun. If there's an opportunity like, for him we... to go in where, like, they're up big or they're down big and, like, it doesn't matter, why risk hurting Teddy? And while Fair. and Fair. while while also keeping Teddy, who has a lot of history with injuries, why not? Right. Why not <laughs> take him out and be like, Teddy, you've done your part. You can go sit and then get yeah. a guy who looked very very good in the preseason and might just be—he's not the feature of their franchise, but might just be their future backup, depending on what Teddy does. Right. But <laughs> well, I don't think the Dolphins can afford to keep Teddy. They're paying yeah. like fifty million this year. They're not going to be able to do that when they start having to pay Tua and Waddle and all those other guys. He's so, making his uh, he's making his return to Minnesota after this year. I fear. I would love that so much. Also, gotta throw this out there. Sure. You know who has the biggest arm in the league 
right now, technically. You said this on your stream earlier. I know it's Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He does have the longest throw of the year. Just that... saying. What? It had the most air distance of any th throw. This it was year. more than that one Herbert throw against the Jags. Yeah, that Herbert throw is only 55 air yards. Teddy's was 61. Huh. So, I never will accept somebody trying to tell me Teddy doesn't have the arm strength ever. Just just so you know. <laughs> Though, if Tyreek would have dropped that ball, my narrative that Tyreek is the worst receiver in football would have... You would have like, been I having a field hard. day. I would have you, you would have been like... Yeah, that would have been a win-win for you, dude. Teddy puts it in the basket <laughs> and Tyreek drops it. Now, oh, you, dude, you would have been I having a still field so day. fucking happy. Now I'm I'm getting close to the point where I'm ready to own up to being wrong about Tyreek. I'm just not there yet. He, he, I refuse. There, I mean, I refuse there's a lot of football to be played. There's a lot of football to be yep. played. They I refuse some... until at least the middle of the year. Yeah, that's all um, I can say. And. But I will yeah. own up to it when I am fully sure I was wrong, which mm -hmm. it's getting there. I'm, <laughs> it's close. I'm, yeah, it is close. Yeah. Um, I still don't think he's a top five guy, but my top ten arguments. Yeah, terrible. the top ten looking to fall terrible. Apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I would still, again, and I think it's just the way I evaluate players. He's not the type of receiver I want. Sure, sure. Yeah, I get T. That. Higgins, D. E. Hop, J.J. Those type of guys to me are. The my type there. of receivers yeah, yeah. maybe that's because i'm used to quarterbacks who are shit <laughs> it could be could be you and know. you need a guy who can go catch every ball mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah but all right, that's all i gotta say about the dolphins i just needed to bring up teddy it was important yeah speaking of teddy's former team they played in london today and Ugh. as much as you you hate hearing this it's true barely squeaked past a decimated saints team who you and I, even healthy, are very low on. I will right. say. What I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was yeah. not watching this game until the like yeah. the end. I watched like the well, I mean, last. It was on at like seven thirty yeah. in the fucking morning for some reason. London, yeah, weird. Um, but like I, I like all I all I saw was a couple of nice Jefferson catches and then the double doink. Basically, that was like the highlights. Yeah. I also saw that Harrison Smith got hurt, which is very sad. I'm hoping he's okay. But also, uh, prayers up to Lewis Seen. He oh, uh, broke dude. his ankle today. I think he's done for the year, isn't he? Yeah. Sucks. Uh, leg Sucks. fracture, which you could tell it wasn't truly his ankle. I'm pretty sure he broke both bones yeah. in his leg. But so the big thing with this game is first of all technically the curse is broken now but it still does exist obviously by the way andy dalton played redheaded backup quarterbacks just play very well against the vikings that's Apparently. just a yeah. rule mm -hmm. um yeah they this is the first time they beat a redheaded backup quarterback in like five years <laughs> <laughs> that's so dumb <laughs> yeah it's a weird thing but it's true uh <laughs> But no, I think my three biggest takeaways is, are our defense has not figured it out yet. I don't know if at yeah. this point it's just our best players are old and slow or I, what I personally think 
is these guys played in the Zimmer system for 10 years. This mm-hmm. system is entirely different. And this is the first time they've had to learn a system in 10 years. It's taking time. That's it my is. hope, at least. Yeah. But it really could be that they are just not there anymore. You know, it. Mm. Harrison Smith's still great, but he doesn't look like he did in 2017. Yeah, and he's hurt, which, I, again, I don't know how serious yeah. that ended up being, but... I'm trying to find that, but I'm not sure. But, yeah. The defense worries me. The O-line is bad. Yep. And Kirk Cousins has somehow gotten worse. He was pretty he's, awful today. Yeah. He's been pretty awful in three of our four games. Yeah. I mean, like, he's not this was... good except against the Packers. Which, I mean, James Winston was good against the Packers last year in week one. So, right. <laughs> Who knows? So, um, <laughs> James continued to look good for the rest of the year. So, I sure. still stand by, hey, Dolphins, trade us Teddy. You can have Kirk. He'll come start for you while two is out. It's true. It His contract expires at the end of the year. It's not a big deal. He would be worse. We, I can, I can promise no, you that. Have you seen yeah. the way the dude's been playing? <laughs> I mean, this dude, it was bad. Well, he, just, he like wasn't efficient today at all. Uh, like 20, 38, 25 completions for only like 273 yards. Touchdown to a pick. I mean, man. He, the biggest thing here, his accuracy is dipped, which is what he has rode his entire career on, is that he can make the throw. And this year he can't. He's missing throws constantly. He's making awful reads. And then our O-line is still not good in pass pro. And Mm. Kirk's pocket awareness might be worse than mine. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. his pocket awareness might be the worst of any starting quarterback in football. It's bad. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very low on Kirk. So that means I'm pretty low on our ceiling this year. Because I can't trust Kirk to step up in a big moment. Mm -hmm. Which is terrible because we have great receivers and great running backs. I don't don't know what the issue is other than Kirk needs to go. It's time for us to either draft a guy or Mm. I still stand by bring back Teddy. He was supposed to be the savior. Give him a chance to be. (laughs) Yeah, but you got to figure out the feature at some point. Like Teddy's not like your franchise quarterback. So Teddy's like, only twenty nine. Yeah, but like a guy pushing thirty with injury history, I mean he can be good for a few years, but like he's not like their franchise QB. He was supposed to be, obviously, but you know. Sure. Um like uh, I don't like I don't think you sign him like a five year deal, like right, you don't like Oh, probably not. I'd say give him two or three, maybe. Yeah. Have him have him do his like farewell tour with the Vikings. Yep. Um, and then I mean I don't know, dude. I just think that like I just I'm still just like floored by the fact that they extended Kirk Cousins. It just it makes no sense. I believe it's only for this year, right? Yeah, but like there were quarterbacks on the market this year. Well, not I guess, I guess not really. There was Teddy. It was Teddy because. Like, I, I mean, and there was like Carson Wentz, like, <laughs> no, thanks. 
Baker was the only one of the guys who got traded who were just open on like on the open market. Yeah. Baker's the only one because Russell Wilson even said the only place he wanted to get traded to if he was going to go was Denver. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Kirk's contract, I guess, is for next year as well. So Woo! doesn't even matter. Kirk Cousins, baby, staying in Minnesota. And what's even more fucked up is we still owe him money in 2024 and 2025. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, maybe not. That it's it's all voided or voidable. So I would say you'd probably get on voiding that. <laughs> Hopefully. Dude, he'll be 36 in 2024. We better be done with the motherfucker. Man. He's, in, he's getting up there, man. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't good enough to be that guy anyways, so I don't no. I don't know. I didn't want him to begin with. I still don't want him now. Moral he of the might, story. I, nobody likes Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, I genuinely think he needs to be considered as one of the biggest free agency busts of all time. Him and Kenny Galladay, man, those two. Yep, and then truly Albert Hainsworth is probably still the most up there, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and actually, I... Kenny Galladay is weird, because at the time of the contract, nobody thought it was insane. Oh, no. I was like, so, I, I was like, yeah, that seems fair. Like, he had a really good year in Detroit the year before. He kind of seemed like he could be a wide receiver one, but Marvin Jones was still there. So everyone was like... He's kind of like Christian Kirk. Right. Only people thought the Christian Kirk deal was bad. Nobody thought the Kenny Galladay one was. Kirk Cousins sucks. Uh, welcome back. Um, I mean, this dude, like, I just, like, we, we talked about the extension and stuff. Like, I don't think, I don't know. If it is Teddy, like, I'm sure, like, Vikings fans will be happy with that. I'm sure the Vikings organization <laughs> will be happy with that for a couple of years. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I just don't think the Vikings are going to be bad enough for their next franchise quarterback to come through the draft. I really don't. I, yeah, I don't know. Unless we trade up for one somehow. True. I, who is, uh, oh my Lord. Um, Florida's quarterback, Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Yeah, he's good. I am quite a bit. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm big fan. Future Viking. I'm yeah, afraid. he's a little inconsistent, but I think he like he has some serious like like Josh Allen quality traits. Like he's yeah, the upside so is so there. Yeah, and he's basically just like a little bit. He's like Josh Allen, but like a little bit less exciting of a prospect. I like we. I like, think I honestly would lean more. I mean, he has more speed, and his frame is quicker. Yeah, Josh Allen. I almost want to say he's like Lamar. More like, than Josh Allen, like maybe like a taller Lamar, yeah, yeah, like a little bit more, like a little bit stronger, like not as, not probably not as shifty as Lamar, but like he his strength like makes up for that. But I mean, I don't know that one play. I forget who they played the first week of college football, but that one play where he was like jumping and spinning around on the two point conversion and like just drops a dime, you know? He, yeah, I don't know, dude. Future Vikings quarterback Anthony Richardson, who knows. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think the Vikings 
would have a good shot at making a run this year if they had mm-hmm. anyone else at quarterback. Probably. I would but say so. Um, what can you do? I mean, what, what what's you to do? be done? Not much to talk about with the Saints. There's not, like, they had so many people out. Like, not many people they are worth talking about played. <laughs> um, right. Tyran was okay. Chris Olave had to miss. Him. Yeah, Chris Olave is great. Tyran was had a couple flashy moments. He had a pretty big missed tackle in the Madison touchdown, though. Um, shout out your boy, yeah. Alexander Madison. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Saints, their pass rush was good, but, again, it's a Vikings offensive line. I'm still not too high in the Saints, and starting one and three is probably not a good sign. So, <laughs> The great think, sign for our take about the Saints. Yes, though, I, so. they're so low. They're so bad. Um, speaking of teams that are supposed to be bad, uh, that are kind of okay, the highest scoring game this week between the Seattle Seahawks and the Detroit Lions with Geno Smith <laughs> completing 23 passes out of 30 attempts for 320 yards and two touchdowns. Well, uh, this, I'm pretty sure my- this is me- like my my big takeaway is that Drew Lock probably would have thrown four fifty and four touchdowns in this situation. Like if Gino can do that, then no. My biggest imagine. takeaway <laughs> is Gino is him because if Drew Lock would have played, is, they would have lost by fifty. <laughs> he, I don't know, man. I, I how old is Gino? How old is Gino? Uh, thirty one. Thirty one. So he's he's too old to be a franchise guy. He's a bridge. Yeah, well, Drew Locke's too bad to be a franchise guy. Moving on. I wasn't saying Drew Locke was the franchise guy. I was just saying that Gino <laughs> isn't. I was right. getting I was getting to that. I think we all knew that part, though. Um, What's even more no, impressive, I think, I think, is Jared Goff's performance, too. Goff played very well. I think my two biggest... I have three big takeaways from this game. Sure. Um, it all starts with the biggest one. The Lions defense might be the worst in football. It's and, awful, uh, man. Okuda so got himself the exposed. The pick is aging horribly. Dude, he is... I don't want to say bad, but he, he has not been good. He has not had a single good flash yet. He hasn't had a, like what I would call a legitimate sack yet. Nope. And we're what we're really seeing is that he doesn't have the bend to be a speed guy, but he also is not strong enough to be a power guy. Mm-hmm. He can't move guys off their spot. He's screwed. And the one trick he had, his, you know, pop them, bat their hands away and get around them, doesn't work on NFL tackles. Mm-hmm. Even mediocre ones like Washington's, it still didn't work. Carson Wentz is just kind of a moron. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the Lions defense scares me. Okuda got exposed, which yep. I, I don't know if I should say exposed. I mean, wasn't he just one-on-one with DK all game? Uh, pretty <laughs> like, much, yeah. Okuda, no corner has the size to truly match up with DK. That just is what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I really feel like a corner is not getting exposed unless it's a non-star receiver that torches them. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's a top 20 receiver that puts up 150 yards on you, uh, who cares? You know, that doesn't mm-hmm. really mean much to me. They're 
that good of a receiver for a reason. The sure. second one is my second huge takeaway, though. Do you want to talk more about the defense before I skip yeah. away? Uh, I was just going to say, if if I told you that that he had a pressure rate, like a pass rush win rate of less than 24%. Like he... I, yeah, I'd believe that. That's just edge, terrible. edge players. That's not even Yikes. like defensive linemen because the top 10 the 10th is josh allen like jacks josh allen 24 okay. percent, and hutchinson's not even doesn't even crack the top 10 like i don't get it like that's not surprising i wonder i'm gonna go check now what his is i can't find his specifically but it's less than his pressure rate where the hell where's pro football reference what the hell Uh, weird. Okay, hold on. It's being goofy. Gotta love it. Aiden Hutchinson. As of right now, according to Pro Football Reference, his God, where is his pressure rate at? Well, he has a total of six pressures on. It's a snap count. I'm not even seeing a snap count now. What the hell? This is wild. Why am I not? Oh, there it is. On 186 oh, snaps. Oh, my god. So, six divided by 186. That is a pressure rate of three. He gets pressure on 3% of plays. Oh, man. That That's is... not good. Pretty bad, especially for the hype he got. Yeah. Like, Kayvon played great today. Kayvon played great. It's I don't know how he did Kayvon on played Monday last week, but... Yeah, I don't know how he did in his debut, but I saw some serious flashes out of Kayvon today. Um, I think he's probably going to end up being the best edge rusher from this class. Um, a Trayvon Walker, as much as I hate to say He's it, been fantastic. Has looked yeah. so good. I, I guess fantastic. that's a big miss for most of us. I was, I had mixed feelings. I wasn't like sitting there being like, how could they do this? Like, how could, how could they not take like Icky Iquanu first overall? I was just like, you know what? They obviously like him for a reason. Like, I'm sure he'll be fine. And he's been great. I, so. I still don't get the pick, but it worked out for him. So what I can mean, their do? defense is pretty darn good this year. <laughs> Like yeah, they they really, really they really stepped to the Eagles today. Um, I know because my fantasy team was hurt. Jim yeah, was. fantasy was weird today. Jonathan Taylor got me a whole three points. So, dude, I yeah, fantasy's tough. It is, but yeah, I mean Trayvon Walker's been great. Um, but looking at uh. Just this game in general. TJ Hawkinson had a monster game. He eight receptions, 179 yards, and two touchdowns for him. Jamal Williams, 19 carries, 108 yards, and two touchdowns. This is a pretty good offense. Not even pretty good, really good offense. And James Williams, James Williams hasn't even played yet. What's I was gonna say? What's wild about today is they didn't have Amara. Their three best weapons weren't there. 
and Swift, still Nate Brown, and Jamison Williams, and they still and had they a dominant still. passing attack and a rushing attack. Yeah, they're the so. This was my other take. The Lions have a top three offense in football, and that's wild. They do, but they they have the best O line in football. I think the Eagles are the only team that's really close, but I don't see a weakness for the Lions. Yeah. I mean, if their defense was even serviceable today, they would have won by a, a yeah. handful. Like, yep. I don't get it. Like, Seattle, like, there was no, like, like, Seattle had a very similar stat line. Like, Rashad Penny, 17-151, two touchdowns. You can make up 7 for 149. Like, man, I just, if that defense was even, like, I, I'm trying to think of a comparison. Like that defense was the Jags defense. They're smoking them. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Which, that's a really tough spot for the Lions to be in, though. Oh, sure. They've spent so much draft capital on that defense. Mm-hmm. And almost none of it is working out. Okuda, I think, could still work out. But, yeah. I'm not too worried about Okuda. But, I mean, their best defensive player... Right now is Malcolm Rodriguez, and he was a sixth round pick. That not to discredit Malcolm Rodriguez. But, no, but and still that clip from Hard Knocks lives rent free in my head at all times of the linebackers coach. If he's a better oh. guy, he's a better guy. That lives in my head constantly. Yeah, I don't know why, but it does. It was so good the way he mm-hmm. says that. I don't know why, but serotonin in my brain. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess. Kirby Joseph, the safety they picked up what in the fourth round, I think, mm-hmm. hasn't looked terrible. Aruwarie has been shockingly bad after how good he was last year. He did the opposite of the of what Trayvon Diggs is doing this year. Or last year he yep. got a bunch of picks, and this year Trayvon Diggs actually like improved to being a corner and like is doing things other than just getting picks and like actually covering people. And Amani Arariye is just kind of still in that state of like, I'm either getting the pick or I'm getting burned for like 30 yards. That's weird. Trayvon has been great though, but he has been fantastic. He had a really good game today. Yeah. And then, yeah, Rashad Penny is that guy. (sighs) Running behind that that offensive line and running as well as he did today. Yeah, he averaged yeah, nine yards a ridiculous. carry today. Ridiculous. With that offensive line, you're lucky to average three. This dude averaged right? nine carry. Again, this is more, could possibly just prove our point about the Lions' defense. But nine yards a carry against any defense with that old line, that's impressive. That, that's yeah, because outside yeah. of Cross and Lucas, their offensive line is atrocious. Cross and Lucas have shown really good flashes. They're not entirely there yet, but they have played really well for rookie tackles. Yeah, I think they could honestly end up being two top five, two top five uh, tackles from this class. Those are cornerstone tackles, so I'm glad that's worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I don't have much to say other than the yeah. Lions might be the best one and three team to ever exist. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jet Steelers, there's really not much. Uh, Zach Wilson came back, had some bad throws, but that last drive was pretty good. 
He didn't throw any yep. incompletions and he let them down for what ended up being the game winner. I I, I want to give him credit for that. Um, yep, absolutely. Kenny Pickett came in and finally, and man, I have mixed feelings, but I watched I, I watched all three picks happen live. I don't yeah. know if I can blame any more than one of them on him. I know at least one. So I only saw two of them. The first one, his first career pass. I'm not going to blame that one on him. That's just unlucky. I can blame yeah. the second one on him. I have no yeah. clue what the third pick was. Oh, the third so pick was um, end of the game, Hail Mary. Oh, then and yeah, I'm not gets blaming Gets picked in the back of the end zone. Um, yeah, I don't get it. It's and, a uh, The second pick, <laughs> he just threw it high, and it went off his receiver's yeah. hands. That was, on, that was on him. Which, yep. by the way, shout out your boy who was the target of that. No, it wasn't. That was Zach. That was Zach Wilson. I forgot. Zach Wilson threw a pick off of Tyler Conklin's hands because he threw it too high. I think. Yeah. But shout out your boy Tyler Conklin. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, boy. there's really not much. Uh, Kenny Pickett debut. I think he did enough to earn the job for the next, for the rest of the well, season. Well, that's the thing. You can't put him in and then bench him. He is your quarterback right. now. I mean, it's over. He looked pretty good. Like two rushing touchdowns. I actually didn't see him throw much because red zone only only does that thing where they're like, "Hey, here's this team on the five yard line. They're gonna score now." Okay, bye. Like you know, like you know, you know how they are. Um, yeah. So it's just like I got to watch Kenny Pickett run two touchdowns, two pretty crucial touchdowns that kept him in the game. But yep. I honestly, it came out of nowhere. I was not expecting Mitch to get benched. He was bad, but like he, I don't, I don't know, dude. Like. <laughs> No, but it I was, was finally time. The today. team yeah. was not brought in, so those fans, that stadium was going nuts when Kenny came in. Yeah, and then yeah, I don't, I don't have much to say about the Jets. Neither do they I. are still yeah. the Jets. Yeah, and so like they're probably going to go in and get blown out by the Dolphins next week. No matter who's a quarterback yeah. for the Dolphins, so let's pump the brakes a little bit on them. Um, I. Have a feeling next week is when Sauce finally gives up a touchdown that can truly be credited to him. It's gonna have to. He's gonna have to be on Tyreek or Jalen Waddle for most of the game. Yeah, so, and I don't think yeah. there's any way he avoids it. Like, because it'll go against him if Tyreek's too fast. I yeah, don't because yeah. it'll go against Same him if, if, if if he matches up one on one on a slant route with Tyreek from like the Dolphins thirty, and Tyreek catches it and takes it 80 yards to the house, that's probably going to go against Sauce because he was the guy in right. coverage originally. doesn't have to yep. be like he gets like toasted or like he gets mossed. Like, right. if he was the guy in coverage and they score a touchdown, it's on him, technically. Even Unless if like we can genuinely prove the like the one where he, you know, you can see him pass off the guy, you know? Like, that's do the, a totally like, like, do, like, do the smart thing and pass him off. <laughs> like, Yeah, right? <laughs> um... Like oh I don't have the angle for this one you take him yeah he got he's got he got built up by Deontay Johnson not getting his foot in bounds today same with DPJ a couple weeks ago um any <laughs> anyway yeah not much to talk about with the Jets and the Steelers kind of a battle of the mid um speaking of battle of the mid <laughs> Bears Giants uh my only takeaway from this is that Saquon Barkley is so him so 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 so, so. Saquon is great. Uh, I do think there is a second takeaway, though. I know if you just look at the box score, it doesn't show it. Fields but Justin Fields played really well today. He was good today. He didn't play yeah. great, but he played really, really well. And that's what the Bears want to see. Because we know he's not going to be able to be great. 
They don't have the weapons. The O-line's bad. There's no shot he can be great. But can he show flashes that he can be that guy? And today he did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That one, the first throw to Mooney Mooney on the deep ball. Yeah. I was just kind of like, okay, you got to give him his flowers there. Right? Like. Yep, yep. And like they're. They have like a seriously like like deadly rushing attack. They like, really do. Because Khalil Herbert was very good today. He averaged four yards of carry, and Montgomery's hurt, obviously. Um, Donald Tristan Ebner didn't look terrible. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Like he averaged three yards of carry. Like that's just not you. You don't complain about the those. Um, Donald Mooney kind of had his breakout game for this year. Um, not four catches, ninety-four yards. They didn't score a touchdown in this game, so there's not really much to talk about on their end from actually scoring. Right. Except for, like, who was it? Michael Badgley, their backup kicker. Yeah. Um, four for four. Or, four yeah. for four with a long four of 40. Um, that just shows how bad the Bears' red zone offense is, that he didn't have to kick anything above 40 yards. Oh, because uh, they only have one receiver you could actually throw to in the red zone. They only have one guy who can go up and get it. Yeah. And that's Cole Komet. And so as a defense, not. it's really yeah. easy to go. Yeah. So, and then their offensive line's just bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, their rushing attacks deadly, but which is which is yeah. even more which which is what makes me even more afraid of how good their running backs are because right. they're averaging right. them. It's like Seattle, like Rashad Penny. So, is it official now? Does the NFC North have the best collection of running backs of any division? They definitely have yes. Every team in the North has two Aaron guys Jones. who could start oh. somewhere else. Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon are the only reason the Packers are even in games this year. Yep, those Jones two have been and Dylan fantastic are great this year. Herbert and Monty are great. Swift and Williams are great. Madison and Cook are great. That's it's wild. The running backs in the North are it's, crazy, and even like thirds. Like they're like right. uh, Craig Reynolds, the dude for the Lions. He's pretty good. And, Craig uh, Reynolds, Ebner, Kenny Nwongwu. I would even say Kenny Nwongwu. Mostly yeah. the speed. But yeah, but still, we haven't seen much of them at running back lately, though. But don't really need to, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to take touches away from Madison and Cook. Right. I really don't. And like, it's just it's so good. Like to know like every single one of the teams in the NFC North can have their starting running back go down and be like, eh, we'll be okay. Yeah, like, we'll be fine. Really. Like AJ Dillon <laughs> is, he can be a workhorse. Like Aaron Absolutely. Jones was last year and he was fantastic. Alexander Madison, even with cook in still like produces at a pretty high level when he gets the opportunity and to same with Jamal Williams. He's proved and Jamal he Williams. Be a one. Even with Swift, do people consider like some people have him as a top 10 back Jamal Williams is just like, by the way, I can rush for like 117 yards and two touchdowns in the game and stiff arm the crap out of a dude. Like, Doesn't he have like five touchdowns on the year already? He is tied for the lead. He came in tied for the lead in rushing touchdowns with Jalen Hurts. And then he took the lead back because Jalen Hurts only had one and he had two today. So I think he's currently the leader. Okay. Because I think he has six, which is insane. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. He would have six. Yeah. What does he have? I have. I, I actually, I was, I'm no, speaking at him. He mind. would have six. I'm looking at pro football reference. 
but it's not counting the stats from the Seattle game yet. Yeah, so. he has six touchdowns he, in total. So he has four according to this, so it would be six if it was tracking the Seattle Wait, hold up. game Is this already. True? So. No way. What true? So no, that's okay, that's receptions. I thought thought it's this was saying that he had five receiving touchdowns on top of the six rushing i was like there's no way oh geez oh that would be too overpowered yeah i miss that jamal williams dude i love I jamal he's such a good locker room presence too like everybody loves the dude um yep. but yeah i would say that the nfc north has the best collection of running backs i don't think it's close i do I, think if it weren't for uh, the, even like the Texans, like the AFC South's pretty good because James Robinson's that guy. I mean, yeah, but they don't of, have any depth. Like ETN's pretty good. Like there's nobody there. ETN and Robinson are good. Henry, but then, nobody there. Like Naeem Hines is okay with the Colts. Uh, and then it's like I, I, Rex I've Burkhead is behind him. He's just a really and good receiving Burkhead's back, and that's good. why all the fantasy kids are just like. <laughs> He's he, he's like a sneaky steal in the draft. Pick him up in the draft. Like, like chill out, bro. Like, what he, a waste of a pick that would have been. Yeah, because he's averaging um, like he, a point, maybe. He's at he had one carry for zero yards today, and two catches for three yards. So so he put up two point three fantasy points today. If you're in a full PPR league, yes. If you're in a full PPR league, if you're in a half, it was one point three points. So, um, yeah. Um, but, but yeah. Speaking of the Colts and yeah, Titans, speaking of the Colts and Titans, let's let's move in. Derrick Henry is not washed. We Derrick Henry is so good, and he is going to yeah. still be so good. And the Titans are probably going to end yeah. up winning the division again because of Derrick no. Henry. No. If he plays this well, if he stays healthy, I don't see any way they don't. The Colts... <laughs> uh, the Jaguars are still better, and I still think the Colts eh, are better. Eh, 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 but the Jaguars eh. as a team are about 40 miles ahead. Jaguars, I think, are like... I tweeted this. They're, they're, I think they're legit, like, really. I am 100% certain the Jaguars win that division at this moment. The would, Titans are bad, love dude. It. I would love it. Like, yeah, they looked good against the Colts today. I am really falling off on the Colts, though. Their O-line has been bad. Matt Ryan's been their, shaky. They their have run no defense just cannot... Their defense as a whole just doesn't function without Shaq Leonard. They try, but which they is really what, don't. He played today, which is what makes that even... No, uh, he got hurt again pretty early on, so he didn't play much today. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he. I think I think it might have actually been concussion protocol again. Um, but he got hurt, so like he's kind. Of, I think he's like not only is I. This isn't a stretch. He's the best player in their defense. Um, but I don't know, man. The Colts. Matt Ryan didn't have that bad of a game. Uh, like twenty-seven for thirty-seven, three fifty-six, and two tutties. A lack of weapons for the Colts is really what's going to kill them. Yeah, Mo Ali Cox was the leading receiver today. So, hey, Mo Ali Cox, the goat. Okay, best name in football, and he had two touchdowns. Say less. Say less, dude. Um, Alec Pierce was pretty good. 
uh Paris Campbell was okay, but like Michael Pittman Jr., who's like supposed to be the guy, like three catches for 31 yards, not moved. Right. Um, but these I'm, are two pretty lackluster teams, in my opinion. Another one of those battle of the mids. Yeah. Um speak I did not watch much of the Chargers Texans. Um I didn't either. I saw it sort of kind of slip away from the Chargers at one point and it ended up being pretty close. But yeah. are we ready to call the Texans the worst team in football? Or are we still I've, I think I've been on that train. I don't think I'd call them that officially. But I think I I'm, would. I'm about Davis ready. Mills is not that guy. Not the two picks today. He had that one very costly pick against the Bears that cost him the game. Yeah. Um, Damian Pierce is, in fact, that guy, though. Average 9.4 yards per carry. Uh, so, man, this is another one of those games where I really don't have much to say other than, like, Herbert played his classic, like, he's going to get the job done. 27 for 39, 340, two touchdowns. Austin Eckler with two touchdowns. Mike Williams with seven catches for 120. I think the biggest thing I have for the Texans is they really hit in the draft. Stingley has been great. Petrie, Petrie has been yep. great. Damian Pierce has been great. Like the Texans really just hit after hit after hit in the draft. And I think next year they're going to have to do it with a quarterback and then they'll be set. Yeah. They have to. Uh, they need a quarterback and they need no line. Really bad. Yeah. Laramie Tunsil, I was watching a video on him. He's been like one of the best tackles so far. But other than that, they're all lines. Oh, yeah. Just atrocious. Like, yep. they're awful. Like, it's like Davis Mills doesn't, like, he, I don't want to make excuses for him, but like, he, like, they're not doing him any favors. <laughs> like, not at all. Um, but again, this is not really a game that there's much takeaways from. It's kind of just what you expected it to be, which was a pretty good Chargers game. Um, yeah. Browns Falcons, another battle of the mids. Uh, the only thing I really know from that game is, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm very annoyed at Arthur Smith over the way he handled it because Cordero Patterson got off to such a hot start. Yeah. Like, through the first quarter, I uh, was making the joke that Cordero Patterson deserves to be in the conversation, the best running back in football, and then they didn't let him play the rest of the game, which was weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he did. He must have shat in Arthur Smith's Cheerios this morning, <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. To be fair, Arthur Smith has been making some questionable personnel decisions all year, so with the yeah. life of Kyle Pitts. Um, Can we one just see Kyle Pitts yards. already? God. I just don't get it because it is not, I guarantee you for a 100% fact, it is not a talent thing. It is an Arthur Smith scheme thing. It can, well, he is way too good to be averaging one catch a game pretty much. I think it's a, he's the number one prospect on. He gets all of attention. Or number one prospect. He's the number one receiver on a team that I get fuck look at the way they treated Julio yeah. for all those years I know that the coach is, is different 
but it's just the way the Falcons use their freak generational athletes. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, with Kyle Pitts, he is the only dude who can catch a football there. Uh, Drake London, excuse you. Cordero Patterson, excuse you. He's their best receiving option. And there are some yes, teams who have that, enough that, secondary that. depth where you might even feel comfortable putting your number one corner on them. Yeah. And, yeah. and like, I'm sorry. I know he's good. But even for a generational tight end, going against some of the best corners in the NFL is not going to bode well for you. Uh, no. Because guess what? Not. Especially with a man named Marcus Mariota throwing the football, who is not a guy who can beat those kind of coverages. <laughs> he doesn't okay, even look I... your way. Why is Desmond Ritter not starting for the Falcons yet? I think he's next. I think he's, he's next. gotta. It's. I mean, I was I was originally on the Pickett and then Willis train, but Tannehill was serviceable today, and so now I'm I, thinking it might be Ritter next. But it, I'm Willis still a could still play. Guy. Yeah, so am but, I. But for me, the Falcons have to see Desmond Ritter this year at they some point. They have to if they, they need to know if they need to go get a guy or not. I don't know how early this will be, and I'm assuming by the way they're playing, it'll be pretty early. They have to. The game after they are eliminated from the playoffs, Ritter starts, and he's it for the rest of the year. Maybe even well, before the that. The NFC South is, it could be a while. That's what I'm saying. That's Because they're about to be tied for the division lead. If the Bucks were to lose? You say if as if they're not already down big. What, I, they might not, have, uh, what's the score of that? Yeah, game? they're down by 18. I it's just don't like it. It's oh, no, never mind. Points. They scored again. They're only down 11 at half, but they have not looked right at all. And the Chiefs are fantastic. So, yes, they'll be tied for the yeah. division lead with the Bucks. So, I don't yeah. know. I think they need to get blown out, and then maybe. Like, the Bucks, like, let's see. What does their schedule look like? They play the Bucks next week. Let, let's say they get just blown out. Mario throws three picks against that defense. Yeah. Why not have Desmond Ritter start against a 49er secondary that is just beat up? I mean, that I know their pass rush is move. good. But that, that having him face a secondary, and then the Bengals, who also don't have that great of a secondary, the Panthers, who also don't have that great of a secondary... But that would be right. three games in a row where he wouldn't have to face that part of a secondary. Then you have the Chargers with J.C. Jackson, Derwin James, and that might go poorly. But I, you got to yeah. see him at some point this year. It has to happen. I don't yeah. even care when at this point. It has to happen. I would say the same thing for uh, Matt Corral, but unfortunately he's injured. So his mm. career might be over before it started. I was... Uh, in during the offseason before that injury, kind of thinking that he would see his shock as Baker sucks. But hey, yeah. watch the Baker slander there. Um, <laughs> I don't mean to be the be the party pooper here, but <laughs> I know box scores can lie, but <laughs> I don't know, man. I didn't even watch the game today, to be honest. Oh, he was awful. I... Yeah, he was awful. But I also wonder how much of that is the fact that Panthers receivers refuse to catch the ball when he throws it at them. 
it's been weird. It really feels like it, man. Which I don't know why. Do you really (laughs) want? Do you really want Sam Darnold back in? You weirdos. Robbie Anderson probably does. Robbie Anderson's a moron. He's ha- he's looked better with Baker than he ever did with any other quarterback. He yeah. looks like a real weapon. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, Commanders Cowboys. I don't care about this game. Do you have any big takeaways from this one? No. Other than that, Cooper Rush is somehow four zero in his career now. But and. <laughs> I think it's time to give Taylor Heineke the reins back to that franchise. Wentz is not better. Uh, Dude, Wentz is so bad. No, he is. He is. Now, Wentz might have a better arm, and Wentz can make the bigger play. I'm not going to disagree with that. But he doesn't make the bigger play enough for as many times as he fucks you over. Because... Oh, I'm under pressure. I have a clear lane to run, but let me just back up into this this guy so he can sack me. I I don't get it. You win and lose by Carson Wentz, and apparently he lost whatever mojo he had that made the yeah, win. Carson Wentz is not the answer to any team's problems. If the commanders no. have to go a different direction at some point. They got to draft the guy because they're going to be bad this year. Well, the thing is, their team's not bad. I genuinely think. Oh, I love if Heineke. Core. If Heineke played the way he did last year, I mean, no, there aren't a ton of great teams in the NFC. They could be a wild card team. I absolutely love their receiving core. Yeah, yeah. I'm not discrediting Jahan that. Jahan Dotson yeah. is definitely. Jahan him. Dotson is him. I mean, no Terry McLaurin's him. And Curtis Samuel's been kind of just being like, hey, remember me? Like, I was hurt for yeah. a while, but. I'm still pretty good. Curtis Samuel's comeback is kind of annoying. I love Curtis Samuel, but if I have to listen to one more dumbass commander <laughs> tell me that Curtis Samuel's better than Terry McLaurin, I'm gonna fucking scream. I don't. Yeah. You commanders fans might be the most delusional fans in all of sports. They're up there. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, commanders Cowboys. Nobody cares. Um. Jags Eagles <laughs> was an interesting game. I thought there were very much. Jags just have a turnover problem. In reality, uh, they turned yeah. the ball over a ton today. It was mostly Trevor Lawrence. He threw a, cup, a pick and fumbled like two or three times, I think. Uh, but Jalen Hurts wasn't anything special today either. And that's kind uh, of my big takeaway. The weather was awful. Really it's that same. Both. It's that same thing with like Trey Lance and Justin Fields in that monsoon. Like, how yep. much do you really I, take away I from don't, that? Yeah, I'm not because like, because like the yeah. argument there was like, what would you do? What narratives would you push if Mahomes had like a Trey Lance or Justin Fields game in a monsoon? You'd be like, oh, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's fine. Like, right? Like, it's Patrick Mahomes. And that's honestly how I feel about Hertz and Lawrence after today. Oh yeah, I don't both care. Of them. Weather yeah. was shit. They're both fine. I'm yeah. not worried about it. And like Jalen Hurts, I'm just like. Still threw for 204 yards and still rushed for 38 in a touchdown. Like, don't doesn't doesn't really move me too much either way. Uh, but Lawrence has been good. Uh, the Jaguars, I think, are just they they pretty they're pretty much proving themselves to be legit, um, in my opinion. Yeah. Yep. I agree. 
Um, and the Eagles are proving me right because I had them as the best team in the NFC, and they're so doing a great job of proving me right. Yep. Yep. Um, Bills, Ravens. Um, listen, man, I think Lamar's the MVP right now. I think he's fantastic. Yep. But this is the second time they've blown a lead in a pretty sizable one. I I don't care. I, I don't. I, I don't know care everybody's either. Put I, Lamar, I'm not blaming Lamar. Crazy. I'm just saying oh, this okay. is an issue with their team. Like this oh is yeah, the, that, like they blew a 17 point lead to the Bills and a 28 something point lead, or whatever it was, to yeah. the Dolphins in a quarter, let alone a half. They shouldn't have let Wink Mart- Martindale leave, but they did. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yep. And yeah, the defense is screwed. And you saw how pissed off Marcus Peters was at the end of that game, right? I don't necessarily... I can't necessarily say I know the context, but I know he was very mad. I am 100% positive. Oh, John it's Harbaugh. Not been confirmed. Yeah. No, I'm not even positive that it's about like Harbaugh specifically. I think he was pissed because Josh Allen went for that QB sneak to get the first down so they could run the clock. I think Marcus Peters was telling everybody to let him score. Oh, because the play before they got that, Devin Singletary had a big run, and they tackled yeah. him after he had not scored yeah. and had a first down. Yeah, I and then they gain a couple yards, and I think Peters was just trying to tell them, let them score, give Lamar the ball to go win us the game, and mm-hmm. they just didn't. But also, this game would have been a tie, Maybe had the Ravens not gone forward on fourth and goal. So, yeah, but I don't know. I'm down with going for it on fourth and goal. I think that's it was like the worst possible ending move. to that situation, though. It does seem to happen to the Ravens a lot because they're play because Greg Roman has no concept of calling plays in the red zone. No, no. Greg Roman's bad, man. Yeah. You know who's good, also, though? Also, shout out J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. I was just going to say that. You know who's good is J.K. <laughs> Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins had his comeback game. This dude's coming off an ACL, and we're in week four. He's already looking really sharp. Um, yeah. 13 carries, 41 yards, averaging three and like 3.2, which isn't terrible on touchdown. Had a good receiving right. game. I like I like his potential a lot. I've always liked him. Um, yep. Just dealing with injuries, but yeah, uh, Ravens will be fine. This is just a tough opponent. Yep. And then I uh, I gotta say this. I think Josh Allen's beginning as villain arc. He's becoming such a ginormous douchebag. Kind of a menace. Yeah. Kind of a no, menace. not a menace. Just a douche. He had, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't see menace him do is normally He's uh, just be, he's turned into like this ginormous whiny baby. Every play he's screaming I at the rep do about think, something. I think and that then, he's kind of like let it go to his head and think that he's earned it. Right? And then he's doing, you know, the weird humping Jalen Ramsey's face week one. Like and trying then to punch a dude. Literally and stomping on dolphins. On dolphins. Yeah. Well that and then stomping on people yep. every time he gets tackled. 
he stands up and will stomp on people. Like, mm -hmm. he's just turning into a ginormous douche, and I don't know why. And what's funny is the douchier, douchier he's gotten, he's playing worse. I don't, week by week, yeah. he has played worse and worse and I'm worse. Like, like, this wasn't a very moving performance from him. No. He completed 19 passes for 213 yards, touchdown and a pick. His 19 of 36. Like, that's like. That's not great. That's two incompletions away from being like flat out 50%, which is bad. Yeah. Now, to be fair, there were a lot of drops in this game, and I think sure. that does need to be acknowledged. But yeah, it was a bad way like, too. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I'm. It's concerning to me because I don't know. For, I mean, because of him being at Wyoming, like the last seven, eight years, all I've heard is how good of a guy he is, and now he's being this. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It is not strange. a fan. Yeah. Um. All right, Cardinals Panthers. <laughs> Two takeaways: Baker sucks, and the Cardinals without Kyler are the worst team in football. It's simple as that. Yeah, they that, are awful. I d I still refuse to agree with the Baker point. I don't think he sucks. I don't think he's great, but I don't think he sucks. There are still uh, quite that. a few starting quarterbacks. He's better than. He's better yeah. than Jameis. He's better than Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. He's better than Daniel Jones. He's better than whoever the fuck starts for Seattle. Mm -hmm. Currently, I guess since Jimmy G's the starter, I'd take Baker over Jimmy G. Probably, yeah. With his, with those so, receivers, yeah. Now, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and try to argue that Baker's like that guy, but I can't go with he sucks. He's just mid. He is the definition of mid. Um, Kyler played but well, other than the. That guy. Then the pick six <laughs> to Frankie Luvu, who's been phenomenal. Yeah, um, he really has. Other than that, I mean, Cardinals, Cardinals took care of business against the bad teams like they're supposed to, um, but they're not going to yep. be like a great team themselves. Right. So, um, Raiders got their first win of the year. I didn't watch a second of this game because I was like too, completely tuned into the Packers while this game was happening. Um, I, I watched Josh Jacobs is him. I will say, I he he has he had a good stat line. I don't know if he like looked good, but and the Broncos finally got a truly exposed. That's what we know. They're bad. Yeah, they finally played an actual good team. Melvin and... Gordon's the running back one now because Javante is probably out for the year. So. Oh shit! I did not know Javante got hurt. It's been classified as a serious knee injury, and he came back uh, out of the sidelines in street clothes on crutches. So yikes! I don't think he'll be back for a while, unfortunately. So Melvin Gordon, the guy who fumbled once and had three carries for eight yards, is the new running back one. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't hate him, but I also like. Like, don't get why the Broncos like him more than they like Javante Williams. Might be because he's think a veteran. That's it. I don't I, know. I, but the Broncos don't seem to understand their running backs is the biggest issue. We talked about this after week one. Mm -hmm. Javante, the bruiser back, had more receptions than anyone else on the team. And Melvin Gordon, the receiving faster back, 
had zero targets, but more carries than Javante. Mm-hmm. You're using them backwards, but that's just because Nathaniel Hackett genuinely doesn't know a thing about football. Mm-hmm. He's the worst head. These are the two worst head coaches in football. No, Matt Rule. Matt Rule is bad. Never mind. I would say Matt Rule is still better than both Maybe. of these idiots. I yeah this these might this might have been the two worst sorry like two worst head coaches going against each other yeah the Broncos and Raiders both have way more talent than the Panthers it is funny because I do think and the, they're on the same level yeah because like, like I do think that like um like the the bottom four head coaches in the league all play each other today Kingsbury <laughs> versus Rule and McDaniel yeah. versus McDaniel's versus yeah, uh, it. Um, but I mean, the Raiders like finally showed that they can be the team that they're expecting them to be. I don't see them winning the division. The Chiefs look so good. They're thirty-one to yeah. seventeen right now. Um, so two touchdown lead on Tom Brady and the Bucks, who are healthy, by the way. They're healthy this time, so there's no more excuses. Um, <laughs> except that they're not good, and they really haven't been all year. I've been more than this the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the whole thing was like the the defense is still so good. Well, you lost JPP, and yeah. Shaq Barrett hasn't looked good since the Super Bowl. Yeah, and like your um, secondaries hurt like a lot, and your offensive yeah. lines depleted, and everybody left. And yeah, Shaq Mason's like, underwhelming, and Leonard Fortnite. I'm very low on the Bucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. Speaking of a team that just beat the Bucks, uh, the Packers eked by Bailey Zappi and the New England Patriots today. Bailey Zappi. He's on that Tom Brady tour. I'm not going to lie. He was pretty good. He's on that Tom Brady tour. 10 for 15, he, 99 yards and a touchdown. That's not bad. The true starter of the team gets hurt in yeah. Mac Jones and then... The super late round pick gets to come in and turn into a legend. Mac Jones' career in New England well, I mean, might be over. Well, Sorry. I mean, <laughs> Bailey Zappi was the third choice. Brian Hoyer got hurt too, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Bailey he, Zappi, though, looked better today than Mac Jones has all year. So, honestly, <laughs> yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers was okay. The pick six really frustrated me, but other than that, he was okay. Um,. AJ, AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones combined for almost 200 rushing yards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christian Watson had Christian a rushing Watson. touchdown. I liked him a lot yep. today. Romeo Dubs was so good today. Should have had two touchdowns, um, but obviously dropped the one. Um, and he had a really good last drive. He had like two catches that got them into the field goal range. Uh, Dubs, and speaking of that second touchdown. I was a little frustrated with Matt LaFleur today because he challenged that one three seconds before the two-minute warning and cost us a timeout because he challenged that touchdown that was very clearly like he lost possession on the ground. I was just like, listen, man, we're about to hit the two-minute warning. That wasn't a touchdown. Just punt the ball away and just pray that Bailey Zappi doesn't torch us. <laughs> like, come on. Oh, my God. Packers are supposed to have a good defense. Getting beat by Bailey Zappi would have Their been defense so was funny. really good today. It just, their run defense is a little shaky. And the one pass play, pass touchdown, was a very clear delay of game. But I am called. offended with the Packers. I had, like, 
a 20 point lead like it was a 17 point lead in fantasy today with all of my players had played only damian harris had left to go and the packers defense couldn't slow him down nope they could not assholes um (laughs) yeah but their defense played really good patriots only had two offensive touchdowns uh out of their three because of jack jones getting a pick six off aaron Rodgers. um but, yeah, I mean, that is all the games that have been played. Chiefs-Buccaneers will probably cover in our in the next episode once it's wrapped up, as well as Rams-49ers. Any final thoughts from you before we wrap this thing up here, my man? Um, the NFL's weird. I was right about so many teams, but I can't predict games week to week. It's so weird. No, I got to figure out what my record's going to be after tonight, but... I think I went seven and four in the early windows before the Sinai game. Nice. Nice. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for taking some time out of your night to record. Um, you can go ahead and plug your socials. It's just the geek slays on everything. Yeah. Yes, sir. The geek slays on everything. And thank you for having me. It's always a blast. Of course. Go check him out. And uh, yeah, thanks for doing this, man. We'll talk to you later. Let us.